I must have eaten, I don't know, 6,000 calories in six hours. That's pretty impressive. Ooh. I don't know what comes over. When I'm on the highway by myself, it's like I'm unsupervised. And I'm just at the wheel. I have a vehicle. I have a credit card. I stop at, it's like I stop at every gas station and just buy more junk. Like on my way home from Saskatchewan the other day, six hours by myself, I started the day with a toasted cinnamon raisin bagel from Tim Hortons. An hour later, I stopped at a gas station, bought not one, two, no, I bought three hot rods. Like when was the last time you ate a hot rod? And what is that? It's not beef jerky. It's, what is it? It's some kind of pepperoni stick type deal. Yeah. That makes you so thirsty. And then I stopped at another Tim Hortons and I got a bacon uh, cheese, grilled cheese sandwich with the potato wedges. And I got a movie theater sized bag of M&M peanuts and a bag of nibs. Polished all of those off before I got back to Edmonton. Plus I made myself a swamp water. Like a fountain drink. Oh. Yeah. That's always the thing that seems like a good idea when you're doing it. And then Mm -hmm. you take a sip and you're like, ah. It started out as an Arnold Palmer. Like I was going to go, you know, some lemonade, some iced tea. And then I thought, ah, Barks root beer, huh? (laughs) Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So I added it all. I don't know. Do you, does that, like when you're on the highway, do you just find your, you're not yourself? Oh God. Yeah. Was it two months ago? I was driving from Austin to Edmonton and yeah, that's a long drive and that was a lot of garbage. Oh my God. It's just nonstop. (laughs) It's crazy. I become an energy drink fiend because I don't drink coffee. And when you're on the open road, I need to be alert. So just energy drink after energy drink followed by chips and then (sighs) chocolate bars and Beef jerky. Oh, my God. Uh, hello. Hey, you talking about eating junk food on the highway? Yeah, what the hell happened? I couldn't control myself. <laughs> oh, that's me. Like, every time I go for groceries, I have, like, I always end up buying, like, an energy drink or, like, just a bag of junk food. Just, you know, because I'm, quote, unquote, rewarding myself. Forgetting groceries. Are you talking about in the impulse aisle when you're ready to pay? Like, do you, like when you're standing at the till, that's when you start treating yourself? Yeah, or or, uh, anytime you walk past the, uh, like, the the chip aisle or the pop aisle, and it just lures you in with all the pretty colors and sweet drinks. I don't know what it, I'm not myself on the highway or in airports. I just lose all self-control. Oh, airports are the worst, too, because everything's so overpriced. On top of, like, being awful for you? (laughs) Yeah, but you just can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah. Or you end up buying, like, a book that you have no intention of actually reading. Because it's just, it's there. Yeah, there's something, too, like, the um, when you're on the open road or when you're in an airport, you just sort of... Rules don't apply anymore. No. Normal life ceases. As soon as you cross security in an airport... Uh, all normal rules disappear. All of a sudden, you're having beers at 7 a.m. Oh, you're buying books you know you'll never read, but... Yeah, you're spending gobs of money on bottles of water, even though they have water on the plane. Yeah, maybe it's just... Maybe it's because you feel so not in control in an airport. Like you're being told what to do. You're being told what to stay, where to stay. You have no idea how this sky bus thing even works. You're just sort of at everybody else's mercy. Maybe that's what it is. You're just taking back a little bit of control. So I'm going to buy this copy of Us Weekly, and I'm going to enjoy it. A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size, so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by.
welcome to episode 70. That's a seven followed by a zero. <laughs> I don't think that's right. No? I honestly have no idea. It could be. I wish we would have kept track. <sighs> I'm bad at stat keeping. <sighs> My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there. Uh, we host a morning show on a radio station in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. That radio station's called Sonic. And you can find us online at sonic1029.com. Uh, don't you just love it, too, when people get up at the beginning of a conference and they're always like, okay, first a few housekeeping things. Uh, that's what we're doing right now, housekeeping things, Bryce. The name of this show is probably changing. I heard that. I was at a meeting the other day and I heard a conversation going on about the title of this podcast. The people who told us to change the name of the podcast are now saying, no, it should probably be called something else. Yeah, I like that uh, you and I have the least say I know. in this matter. <laughs> But we make the most money. Oh. No, no money. Oh, okay. Do you get anything for this? I get Other nothing. than a sense of pride? Uh, even that. Oh, boy. I don't, pride's not the word I would use. <laughs> anyway, we've been doing this podcast for quite some time. Uh, the name will likely be changing. Um, we'll keep you posted. Eventually. Yeah. Good thing I just started that Gmail address, huh? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, this is, we start the show now by doing recommendations. Both of us bring something to the table, something, it's like it could be um, an artist you're listening to, it could be a TV series, a movie, it could be a food or a home appliance, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to go first this week because mine's kind of lame. Okay. And yours is fantastic because I know what yours is. Okay, well, what's yours? I wouldn't say it's lame. Um, have I ever talked about keeping your roasted peanuts in the freezer. Oh boy. Have I, <laughs> have I talked about this? You lost me already. Well, yeah, you hate peanuts. I hate peanuts. So stop paying attention. Focus on what you're going to be talking about. But my, uh, my beautiful wife, her mom, that's where I was. I was visiting my mother-in-law and her mom always keeps a jar of roasted peanuts in the freezer. And it's like the minute I walk in the house, I'm like, where are those roasted peanuts? Where are they? Which freezer? Because, of course, there's seven freezers. Because the garden, you know. Oh, of course. But what you do is you take a handful. You don't want to have too many. But you take a handful of the frozen roasted peanuts and you throw those into a bowl of Hawkins cheesies. And that mix is dynamite. Absolutely. It's a flavor sensation. Hmm. It's savory on savory. But one of the savories is frozen solid. It's good. That's the way you eat your peanuts. That's my recommendation this week. Oh, and a band from Australia, Australia called Amel and the Sniffers. Oh, my God, Bryce. The Sniffers? Amel and the Sniffers. And uh, they got a new album coming out. Go to YouTube, watch a video for a song called Guided by Angels, and then another song called Hertz, H-E-R-T-Z. It'll blow your mind. They're, they're phenomenal. Okay, okay so. so those are my recommendations. Aren't peanuts hard enough on your teeth already? They're but... not hard. Like, they're just cold. Like, they don't freeze. Like okay. It's not like you're chewing on a pebble. They just have a nice, the cold tech, the cold sensation goes so nicely with the Hawkins cheesies. And don't put them in Cheetos or cheese puffs because those are garbage. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, how about you? Mine is a show. It is a show. It was recommended to me a few weeks ago, and I finally got around to watching it, and I'm tardy to the party on this one, uh, but it's a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. Oh, my God. And it may be the weirdest, funniest thing I've seen in some time. It's one of those shows that like, you introduced me to it. You sent me a clip that I watched in bed the other night with my beautiful bride lying right beside me. I could not get my ass together. I couldn't stop laughing. And she's like, that is so dumb. <laughs> and that's what makes it fantastic. It is so dumb. It's very dumb. But so, holy crap, it's ingenious. So it's a sketch style show. Each episode, there's six episodes per season. There's only two seasons. Mm -hmm. And each episode is only 15 minutes long. So yeah. they're super short. Each one consists of three or four sketches. And they star this guy, Tim Robinson, who spent a year as a cast member on SNL. And then he became a writer for SNL. And the story goes, allegedly, that he was a little too weird for I, SNL. Yeah, I can see it. And so he kind of is now doing his own thing. He was on some show called The Detroiters, which I never really watched. But he's got this one. And some of the sketches are so out there and so bizarre and weird and you just sit there and you're like, who came up with this? 30% of your friends are going to get it. The other 70% are going to be like, what is wrong with you? That's not funny. That's just weird. And it is weird, but it's fantastic weird. I have not laughed that hard at anything in probably three years. No, it's not a prank show. No. Nope. It's not a live sketch show either. Like they're all pre-recorded. They're, th they're filmed, spec they're done really well. They're actually, they're produced by the lonely island so andy samberg oh, yeah, and all yeah. those guys and yeah. i think actually one of them actually directs a lot of these things so there's a lot of funny people involved tim robinson quietly maybe one of the funniest guys like one of the strangest guys uh-huh and yeah like some of the skits they do like the coffin, coffin flops oh where it's just this fake show he created about filming funerals where the bodies fall out of coffins <laughs> <laughs> They're saying it's impossible that that many dead bodies are falling out of coffins every day. And it's impossible that one out of every five of them are nude. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We're just shooting funerals and showing the ones where the bodies fly out. It's so weird. Yeah. And it's just fantastic. One, and um, the toilet one. I could not stop laughing at that one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the fake lawyer commercial. So, again... There's 12 episodes total right now, 15 minutes each. You can blast through these things. It's strange. I think you'll dig it. It's called I Think You Should Leave. It's on Netflix. You should watch it probably right away. Lawn Chair, Don't Care. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Profits. So, Bryce, on our radio show the other day, you did a story about, like, the number one the dirtiest thing in your kitchen? Is that what it was? Like the Yeah, it was the number one thing in a kitchen that people don't clean. And I would have never guessed this. No, and the the number one thing is the dishwasher. And people don't clean it. People were texting in. I even said it myself. Well, doesn't it clean itself every time you run it? It's hot water and soap. What else do you need to do to it? Apparently, you are supposed to clean it. I had no idea. Especially, apparently they have filters and you're supposed to take those out and rinse those out. And uh, Yeah, whatever. I've never done that. Yeah, um, it's just, it's somebody texted and said it's usually German dishwashers like Bosch that have the filter to clean. Haven't you read the manual? Uh, no, I have a Bosch and I don't 
need to read the manual. I know how a dishwasher works. I don't read the manual for, you know, an oscillating fan or a blender. <laughs> it's, I know what it does and I know how it works. I don't need to read the instructions. No, I hit two buttons. I don't need to read the thing. Yeah. I'm not so, going to install it. So yeah. I don't need to read it. Yeah. So that got us talking about the cleaning confessional. This is where you text and you tell us about the things that you could probably do a better job of keeping clean. And there were some spectacular stories. This one, it's so, it's kind of gross. When I used to add chia seeds to my morning oatmeal, they would get stuck in my retainer and then end up in my bathroom sink when I brushed my teeth. Well, it's safe to say those seeds are fresh because the bathroom drain started sprouting like a chia pet. Gross. It was disturbing and amazing all at the same time. I don't know whether to be amazed or repulsed. Right now, I'm leaning towards repulsion, but I'll probably come around. It seems pretty gross. Yeah. But man, nature is impressive. It sure is. So would you have to call in a plumber who has to snake the drain to get the chia plant out of your... Ugh. That's a bad day. Yeah. That's gross. Plumbers, man, you must see some horrible, horrific things. They don't get paid enough. I don't know what they get paid, but it's not enough. No. Service plumbers. Speaking of plumbers, there was people that they were texting in saying, um, I didn't know you're supposed to clean your toilet tank. What? Like, not the bowl where you pee. No. The part full of fresh water at the back. I can see if a house party gets sideways and someone upper decks you that you might want to clean that thing out. But for the most part, like, you could drink the water in the back of your toilet. Yeah, no, it's very clean back there. And rarely, like, I I can count on one hand the number of times I've had to lift one in my house. Like, you, you yeah. shouldn't have to go back there very often. Only if you're hiding cash or a handgun. That's the only... T- or when it won't stop running. Those are the only times you should lift a toilet tank lid. Or if you're being attacked by a murderer and need a quick weapon. Oh, yeah. Then, okay, so there's four times that you can <laughs> lift a toilet tank lid. But that's it. You don't need to be cleaning in there. You and I both confess that we don't wash our water bottles. Like, oh, there's that one, one right there? This one right here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had one that was much older that had gone a few years without a good wash, and then I dropped it and broke it. Ooh. So this one, this one's probably about a year into it without being clean. It's yeah. just water that goes in there. I don't put juice or anything. No, neither do I. It's a water bottle. It's right in the title of the bottle. Yeah, strictly water. Not a water. milk bottle. So I, I'm, I don't feel a pressing need to clean this thing. Mine has been, I, that blue one back there that I, I use all the time, I got that. I've had that probably 10 years I ran it through a dishwasher once. I was going away on vacation. I thought, oh, might as well take it home. I'll dishwash it. And that was it. That was probably five, six years ago. Then someone texted in and said something about like their brother or someone they know got sick. I assume to the pants from mold. Yeah, in, in their water bottle. But I don't know. I feel, I feel safe. I never get sick. Except like, for that one time I got COVID. I like to live dangerously. Yeah. Uh, I had a new bed delivered this summer. When the guys came to disassemble the old bed, I was absolutely floored by how black the carpet was behind the headboard. How do you even clean down there anyway? It was embarrassing, but I'm sure people that deliver and set up furniture full-time have probably seen worse. You have to wonder, do the delivery guys, the furniture delivery guys, do they ever go back outside and have to comfort each other? Like... 
the one guy, he just turns his back to everybody, and then the other guy who walks over. It's usually the guy that has to sit in the middle seat of the truck. He's the guy who just can't handle it. Yeah. And then they got to go over there and they got to put you. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's going to get easier. It's going to get easier. You're going to see some horrible stuff in this line of work, but it gets easier. Yeah. They put on one pair of booties over their shoes mm-hmm. for your house. Then they put on a second pair to protect them. Yeah, exactly. That's how gross it is. But I'm you sure don't they see... see some stuff. Oh, hey, I'm a furnace and carpet cleaner. Yes, we definitely talk about the really gross houses. Hoarders' houses are some of the worst, especially animal hoarders. Craziest thing to come out of a furnace was an actual live pigeon <laughs> just sitting inside a furnace. No idea how it got there. Took it to the animal hospital, mostly just dazed and confused. Reese. Okay, thank you, Reese. That's next level. I just would have thrown that thing out the window. It said, you're on your own now. Hey, call coming in from Ontario. Hello? You're talking about the cleaning or lack of cleaning or spaces that we don't delve into. I cleaned behind my toilet this morning, and I think I found a cat. <laughs> with, with <laughs> Are you okay? Mm, I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. Did you hear that text from the person who said that they clean inside their toilet tank? Yes. Is that a crazy. thing? I Apparently, for some people, it is. Not for me. That's just clean water in there anyway, and there should be no contamination. Right. And I agree with the whole water bottle thing, too. I don't think I've ever washed mine. Good. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the same page. (laughs) Yeah, you got to get down there. You got to go all the way around the backside of the toilet. You can't just do the front side of the toilet. Nope. You got to reach all the way around. When you're in a new relationship and you're in the other person's bathroom for the first time, you can kind of take a peek. Mm -hmm. And if it's clean back there... That means they're trying to impress you. They're putting in the work. Yeah. So reward them with a smooch. Uh, The head on my electric toothbrush is probably almost a year old. Pretty sure it's supposed to be changed every three months or something ridiculous like that, Jared. Yeah, I would think you should probably change that regularly. I'm a little bad for that kind of thing as well. Uh, Also, the filter in my fridge for the water, they say you're supposed to do it every six months. I think that's big filter trying to get you to spend a hundred bones on a filter every oh, yeah. six months. Yeah. I just went a year. <laughs> Remind me not to drink water at your house. But I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that about you too. Mm-hmm. I had the furnace cleaner come out and he asked if he could take pictures because it said it was the worst he's ever seen. Ooh. Don't brag about that. We had four dogs and a rabbit that shed, but our house had caught fire a few months before, so it was disgusting. Um, Yeah. Rarely being the before photograph is a good thing. No. Is it ever a good thing? I don't think it is. No. Is that a career? Is that a job? (laughs) Like, could I get a job as a before model for... I don't know, a miracle diet? What a blow to the ego that would be. You show up to your big photo shoot, your big break, and you realize you're the before photo. (laughs) Some other beautiful person's the after one. Yeah. Ah, foiled again. Uh, I never pull my stove out and clean the cracks in in between and behind. I just move instead. I've never done that either. You've never pulled your stove out? No. It's gross. Like, it is next-level gross. I don't know how it gets so disgusting back there. It's like I haven't had Cheerios in my house in 15 years, but there'll always be a Cheerio down there. Yeah, and there's some Happy Meal toy, even though no child has been in the house 
Yeah, years. it's clearly made. It's painted with lead, and it's a choking hazard. It's that old. The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Oh, Bryce, we were talking about the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you in your life. Usually, like, you brought up a good one a few years ago, and I was haunted by it because it probably happened to me. Um, When you put up your hand, when you were in elementary school, and you'd put up your hand, and you'd accidentally call the teacher mom. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Still think about that years later. And I think... Everyone knows someone who's made that mistake. It happens. It's pro- some kids probably doing it right now. And if there's one thing I know about, like elementary school kids, they would complete. They would be um, compassion. There would be empathy. They wouldn't tease you. Oh, yeah. No, just endless, endless taunting. Relentless taunting. Uh, Most embarrassing thing, I was at the Science Center in grade four. I was being interviewed on TV to tell them what I learned about tarantulas. As I'm describing the different body parts of a spider, I started to explain how the tarantula's testicles were what scared me the most. I meant to say tentacles. They aired it, and that is what stuck with me to this very day. I'm 37 now, Joel. Oh. On TV as a child talking about spider testicles. <laughs> oh, this one came in on email, but it was too disgusting to read it on the radio. So instead, I will read it here in the podcast. Oh, perfect. So, I don't know. You might want to use the skip ahead 15 seconds button. Or, or ride this one out. It's fine. The, the guy's name is Rob. He's a really good writer, and he tells a story. He just says... I had a benign tumor on my elbow. It was a good size. Had the tumor removed. The space where the tumor was filled with liquid. Now I had a water balloon on my elbow. I went to look at a car with my brother. Oh, no. At at such and such Volkswagen dealership. After the test drive, went back to Dan's desk. Dan must be the salesperson. Very nice showroom. Smashed my water balloon elbow off his chair as I went to sit down. Instant drainage of water balloon all over the nice tiled floor of the blank Volkswagen dealership. Oh, no. I didn't want to move because I did not know where the bathrooms were. So I just dumped my cup and a half of watery blood juice right there in front of Dan's desk. My brother Grant, who you have met, thought poor Dan was going to be sick. He handed me a box of Kleenex and took off. I had finished cleaning up my mess just as Dan came back, pushing a mop and bucket. And to top it off, poor Dan's experience with us, Grant did not buy the car. Poor Dan, he probably had to take the rest of the day off, Rob. Oh, Rob's a good writer. He tells he, a story. He, he really painted a, a picture. He does paint a picture with words. That was... I feel so bad for that car salesman. You think you're about to make the sale. You're feeling good. Finally, you can feed your wife and kids. And suddenly you got a gusher of elbow juice. In fact, he kept calling it a water balloon. For some reason, really upset me. Yeah. That's and all of a sudden, gross. it's on the floor. And you have to go get a mop. And you're pushing the mop. And everyone's stopping to ask you, what do you need a mop for? You have to tell them some guy just burst his elbow juice everywhere. I just see people, you know, walking by with sales reports quickly and doing the whoa <laughs> with the arms. And then they don't get the car. Oh. I would feel like I'd have to buy the car out of pure guilt. Oh, yeah. I'll buy two. And, and give me the fully loaded models. 
Uh, I sent a couple of steamy pictures to my dad a few years ago. No nudity or anything, but me posing in a new swimsuit. My my dad and my fiance have the same first name. Ooh, okay. I was like, where is what is going on here? Uh, okay, yeah. This right now. Pull your phone out, everybody. Change your parents the contact. Just mum and dad in all caps. Yeah. So you don't make that mistake. Especially if you're walking that nightmare of a tightrope. They have the same name. It would be weird if your wife and her dad and you had the same name, right? It's a little weird. Yeah. Especially in that scenario. And who do you feel worse for? Her or the dad? I vote dad. Ooh. Did he show his friends? <laughs> Probably oh. out golfing. Oh, hey. well, I just got a text from my daughter. Yeah, Everyone just, gather around. It's a photo. It's probably of her opening the gift I just sent her. It's a, oh, she she rescued a bunch of puppies. It's probably pictures of her saving. The, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy embarrassing moment, guys. Passing gas in yoga class. That's why I don't do yoga. That's the only reason. Well, lack of flexibility, and it actually looks quite boring. It. Uh, it's a small room. People are close together. You're Your all wearing, ass is in the air all the time. You're bending in weird positions. Things are churning inside you. It's yeah. a recipe for disaster. You have to see this coming. We were, uh, we were talking about the uh, size sticker, like the strip that goes up the back of your oh, pant leg. That Yeah, yeah, on a fresh you know, pair of jeans. Tells the world that maybe you need to start... Cutting a few calories. Mm-hmm. The size of your waist. Yeah. Uh, and I asked you, I said, hey, would you, if you were standing in line at a Starbucks to get a coffee, pretending that you drink grown-up drinks, w- and you saw the person in front of you and they had the sticker running down the back of their like, would you tell them? And you're like, no. No. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I feel like it's just secondhand embarrassment. I know exactly what I would do. I would stand there, look at them, be like, whew, that's a shame. And then never say a word and let them continue on with their day. Yeah. I don't know. I just, the secondhand shame and embarrassment and I just don't want to get involved. I don't want my fingerprints on that train wreck. Uh, Oh my God. I had the gene thing happen to me with the sticker. What made it worse? It was in junior high. It happened at school and I was a pretty chubby kid. A beast to be more precise. God, how embarrassing. Josh. Yeah, junior high, those kids are already the worst. You know how when you buy new shoes now and you go to the counter and they inspect the shoes, like they they got a magnifying glass out and they're looking to make sure the sizes match. They're looking to make sure that you've got a left and a right. I have noticed that. They're, they're making sure you don't actually, you're not trying to sneak a third shoe into that box for your amputee cousin. Like what's going <laughs> How come they can't do that with the size sticker on your jeans? When you buy the jeans, why can't they pay that kind of attention to it and just peel that thing off for you right at the tail? Take off the big security tag. Yes. And then take off the size sticker. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of texts about the size sticker. Yeah, I was kind of alone on an island. Everyone says that they would alert a stranger in such a situation. So it makes me feel like a monster. 
Hey, embarrassing story. A few years ago, I was running late to a Saturday morning spin class. The class had already begun and was packed, 50 people plus the instructor. I was hustling across the front of the theater wearing the spin shoes that click into the bike. Suddenly, I slipped on the floor and went flying. (laughs) My metal water bottle flew into the air and made the loudest crashing sound. I fell directly on my back and the collective ooh from the class and the miked instructor was deafening. The instructor asked me (laughs) if I was okay. So not only are they asking you, they're like, are you there in the front of the classroom? Are you okay? Are you okay? They're on the PA system. I sheepishly got up off the floor, shuffled to my bike with my head down. I had happened to invite one of my best friends to the class with me that morning, so she bore witness to it all from the front row. She was a victim of secondhand embarrassment, too. Yeah, that's just as bad. It's like secondhand smoke. And just as dangerous. Yeah. I had to sit in the front row for the next hour trying not to let on how much the fall actually hurt. (laughs) I still get red thinking about it. It didn't stop me from being a regular there, but it was so embarrassing, I almost never went back. That's from Kirsten. This is how I know I'm weak-willed. It would definitely prevent me from being a regular. I would now drive further to a different spin studio just to avoid that one. You would go to a spin studio two towns over. Like, you would treat spin the way you treat renting porn. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go two towns over. Yeah. That's and Why does this... When you make a fall like that, when people ask, are you okay, makes the situation so much worse. Well, it infuriates you. <laughs> Plus, you got a metal water bottle rattling around. It's like a bell, an alarm to let everybody who didn't see the fall know that somebody just fell. When I am president of Canada, I'm going to make it law that when you see someone fall in public, you are to not acknowledge them, mm-hmm. not ask them if they're okay, not help them up, unless they're an old lady. And uh, otherwise, just pretend you didn't see anything for their benefit. Imagine, though, like, what, what is the alternative to that, though? Because imagine if you were walking with your best girl and she just biffed it hard, like to the point she's coughing up pieces of her tailbone <laughs> and you just keep walking. Like, that makes you look like a horrible person. Like, uh, what is the in-between? What do you do at that point? Maybe if the person looks like they could be your grandparent... Or if you hold hands with them romantically uh-huh. is the only time you're allowed to help them up. <laughs> Otherwise, just keep moving. Maybe even step up and go a little faster as to not be associated. Yeah, you don't want to break out and do a full sprint, but do that half jog like when you're crossing a street in front of cars and you're pretending you're going for You're not really going any faster, but you're giving the impression. Yeah, just keep moving. Thanks for listening to The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy.